If you didn't know who you were, who would you choose to be? Dark Chatter. Hello and welcome to Dark Chatter, uh, a podcast covering the excellent sci-fi TV show, uh, Dark Matter. And with me, uh, going through this journey, taking me on this journey, actually, uh, is my co-host, uh, my Mojo Coco. How are you this week? Um, not too bad, I won't lie. Lots going on, but hey-ho, pushing on. Pushing on. Things are changing where you're at. Uh, things are opening back up, right? Uh, they're starting back to, to more yeah. normal. Or um, is... Yeah. Uh, so I think it was. I'm so bad with dates. I'm really bad. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I think this it podcast was. Podcast exists <laughs> out of I th- time. I think it was Monday, and that's when they've allowed. So it's pub gardens, shops, hairdressers, that that kind of thing to open. Um, there were some rather ridiculous queues, which I was not a part of, I must say. <laughs> um, but there we go. Hopefully right. well, things will and, get better. Uh, going into summer, hopefully things will be better around mm. the world. But speaking of, uh, we are here to discuss the second episode, uh, um, you know, uh, brilliantly titled episode two mm. of Great season title. one. Uh, it is. It's just right to the points, right what's on the tin. Uh, but it's season one, Dark Matter, uh, season one uh, consists of 13 episodes overall, I believe. Um, and we are uh, literally picking up where episode one left off. Uh, Coco and I were just discussing pre-roll that uh, very much in feels and, and probably, you know, back these two together and it's just one long pilot. Because um, we... Uh, as we'll get into it, there's not a whole lot compared to what we learned in episode one. There's not a whole lot of progress on the who are we, what are we doing front, um, but we'll talk about that. Uh, so real quick from our uh, friends over at the Wikipedia, here's the breakdown on episode two about what we're about to talk about. All right. So when negotiations negotiations between the corporation's <laughs> landing party and the miners break down and a firefight breaks out, one commits his crew to the uh, independence without consulting anyone. That's what actually that's actually what happens. Uh, two, who remained on the ship, please. We don't know where she's going. She uh, obtains the assistance of Ferris's fiercest rival, the Mike Combine, and negotiates a 99-year lease to protect the miners. Five begins to have dreams that she believes are memories that belong to other crew members, while three molds over what is behind the locked door he found on the Raza, their ship. Mm-hmm. Not lizard people, the Raza. It's a mercenary ship, turns out. Yeah. So top off the top, uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about episode two uh, in a nut? In a nutshell, um, I quite like it because it definitely ex bands what obviously we learned in episode one um we definitely see the characters shine a little bit more so for instance we get a lot more from three uh, and not mm-hmm, three sorry mm-hmm. four i meant obviously four was very quiet oh yeah 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 in the yeah, first yeah. one so um we definitely see him shine a little bit more um three kind of continues his like unlikable kind of <laughs> attitude irascible yeah. homogeneous i mean yeah. like there's there's, there's like parts in this that um you, i think you kind of like oh, he's not that bad but on a whole you're just like yeah you're a bit annoying <laughs> um 
I love too how she handles a lot of the situations and you know even though they haven't a clue who the people that have dropped out of what the ships she handles the situation like brilliantly right that's very clever on her part she does not show her hand at all no she completely acts like I totally know what's going on this was part of the plan so that was definitely an aspect enjoyed um one again was showing his humanitarian side. He's very much his like oneness. Me. Yeah, his oneness. <laughs> he really wants to help the people. He's just he's got a very good heart anyway. That this version of him has anyway. Um, right. I think I what I enjoyed about uh, how gone have I got five? Um, she didn't have a, a huge role, but right. the little bit she did. I think it, for me it was definitely the end part where she was sitting and sketching. And mm. I, thought, I, I don't know, but there was something about that end scene. The way it was done by, you got a shot of each of the characters, you had that music playing, and you just have her saying, yeah, it wasn't an accident. It was, oh, that was a brilliant shot. Um, that, that's what I enjoyed from five the most. And then six, I think it was just showing more how he's also, you know, the big teddy bear of the group and willing to sacrifice himself. You know, he's definitely like the dad of the group, isn't he? <laughs> He is, and there is there is one thing um, that I caught this go around because I may have only seen this episode. This may be the second time when I watched for for, for today, um, but uh, we'll get to the point where the firefight breaks out. But he's tending to wounded, and someone mm. says something about he knows how to he ha- he you know you have medical training, and he says I, I it appears that I do right. I guess um, so. And, <laughs> Yeah, and we learn, you know, flash forward to the end of the season, we get a really good indicator of probably why he has that training. Um, We're going to come back uh, to not spoiling the end of season one, though, Uh, (laughs) or beginning of season two, wherever that, wherever it picks up that he, you know, he would have been trained uh, in a past life, let's say. Um, But yeah, uh, you know, uh, as it, as it uh, turns out, uh three has no interest in sticking around uh you know uh, he we i do believe we know ferris is on their way because they're coming to um we have these uh we already have some people uh down on the down on the planet and he wants to you know skip out and not even and go sell the the weapons and split it and split and um uh Four wants to kind of give up the past, uh, and he uh, definitely is willing to accept where they are now, and mm. maybe we don't want to know more about who we were. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's just the progression of, of these uh, bits and pieces we learned about them last episode starting to open up. And, yeah. um, you know, like you said, four actually speaks this time. <laughs> like, he has a voice. Wow. Yep. Well, and you know, uh, while we're still on the Raza before before they they go down uh, in the Marauder, uh, one he still refuses to accept. You know what he's learned about himself. He doesn't want that to be his truth. Uh, and uh, at the end of that opening scene. Um, they all walk off to go to their respective posts, get ready to go down to the planet. 
and leave uh, two and uh, Android on the bridge. Um, and Android calls to Portia by her, mm. you know, file name rather than, uh, and she rejects it outright. Yeah, she um, really did not like that. She's like, no, that's not me. Nope. Don't call me that. She's not swallowing it, which is an interesting given that, you know, she was just a little bit ago with one kind of making like, you know, we have to accept this. And he's like, no, we don't. And now she's like, I'm rejecting it. <laughs> you know? um, but yeah. And Android though, uh, the way they, the way she played uh, so this part and another part later on, very quippy. Um, she's, <laughs> you know, she's starting to, and I don't know if that's going to be, part of android android's character or if you know that is just what we're getting right now kind of her feeling out the who she is as a as not only a character but um as android itself right Mm -hmm, definitely um she definitely has a few shining moments in this episode for sure Mm -hmm. yeah i I think that's going to be something we get used to with that character Mm -hmm, (laughs) expertly played yeah oh yeah Um, well played and so they're going to, uh, they're going to get, uh, they're going to get down to the planet in the Marauder, and Six just knows how the plane works. He just knows how mm. this works. Um, he like, and he's talking his way through it, but he has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, he's just, it's that just more, it's basically almost muscle memory, isn't it? He's doing, he's like, <laughs> and. Uh, Three's there with him, and you know they they get into a little bit of a conversation. Do you recall any oh, any of what they were talking about? This cracked me up. It was the bit where he's like, "Okay, on a scale of you know how bad we are, or kind of concerned, where would you put us?" And he just goes like, "You know, so so here, so so here, so so here." And then it was just hilarious when he's like, "Oh, you know, the girl and the guy there are probably." like you know a draw although she has a temper he's like you kidding me (laughs) he gives the edge to five because she can get angry gives it to him over one and it's just the fact that even when uh uh, six is like are you kidding he's like yeah maybe i should wear it higher he's still that's where his mind is still at (laughs) he uh he kind of he's not you know he's uh he he's easily distracted He's not a high-minded thinker, really. Three, <laughs> not that one. Uh, we'll get into some fun stuff. Um, but yeah, when uh, when two tells Android to just call me two, the way she goes, okay, two. You know, it's just like you know, it's just okay. boom, and we're done. Okay, two. Uh, and then um, she, uh, we skip. I skipped over the bit where she uh, goes and talks to um, five. five. Yeah, yeah. Sneaks up on her, scares the crap out of her. Uh, and we we have a we learn a social lesson about how we maybe announce our presence before. Uh, yeah. But the the line uh, from from Annie that uh, oh my stealth routines are <laughs> <laughs> she's very proud of how well she can stealth. Yeah, it's like yes, I did that excellently. You know, brilliant. I did that top top. <laughs> well, and what we what we learn though is um, about five. Do you remember what's what what comes out at this part? Um, what they talk about yeah it's the fact that she's um un, like s- almost scared that she's not doesn't know who she is like everyone right. else and has, she's not yeah right everyone else has a record and she doesn't so 
not only is there no like idea of who she is, she's pretty sure she's not supposed to be there. Um, and I, just because there is no file of her, uh, and no record of, of anyone outside of the, the other five members of the group. So she's concerned that, you know, she's having doubt about, you know, if, will I be useful to this crew? What, what will my place be, uh, if I didn't have a place to start? Um, and, you know, Andrew kind of reassures her that, uh, that she's here now and that, you know, that makes her part of it, of the crew anyway, but she's already beginning to feel like she might be a liability, uh, not only to them, but, uh, you know, to her own self, um, yeah. if she can't quote be useful. Right. Yeah. No, I quite like that. It was a nice kind of heart to heart, which in a way kind of foreshadows the relationship that five has with Android, like without getting into too many spoilers, but it is a nice way of showing like where their relationship, you know, how, how it kind of develops from there on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, another great little uh, uh, bit from of, of good acting uh, on the part of Android to uh, show bits and pieces of empathy, I guess, um, as they become somewhat more human. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then that's where we cut over to prepping the prepping the Marauder, um, and three's all like, "Oh yeah, 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 no, I can do it too." <laughs> and, and then he, six is just like, "No, don't you do that? It's okay." There you go. We hear a very disturbing noise. The Marauder <laughs> makes a, a really terrible sound when uh, three starts flipping switches. We get a real quick impression that um, he definitely does not know how to run. No. Um, <laughs> So we end up, uh, two is always, always pragmatic. She doesn't want to uh, get into it, really. She wants to stick to the deal as planned, sell half the weapons, keep half and, and, and hightail. Uh, of course, that is contrast to one who wants to stay and save the day and mm-hmm. prove to be the hero. Yeah. Uh, and so everyone but uh, one, five, and android uh, stay on the Raza. So the rest of the crew head down to the planet um, and end up, uh, so we end up with one, three, four, and six down with the miners. Um, and they are uh, about to, <laughs> what cracks me up is uh, they get down there and they brought the weapons, um, you know, and uh, three has brought all of his favorite new toys uh, mm-hmm. and they're down there. But the um, the one lady, <laughs> who insists on uh, properly thanking them, but specifically three, <laughs> and she won't take no for an answer. Um, and she she's about six inches taller than he is, it looks like. <laughs> oh, but no, she's like, no, I'm going to properly thank you with drinking and dancing. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. It's like, yeah, you're staying whether you like it or not. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, and he he wasn't wanting to be there, but I guess if he's going to have to be there, that's a that's not the worst way to spend their time. Yeah. Um, yes. In the end, he was, oh, yeah, like, you know. he was like, yeah, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> doesn't sound too bad. Um, but now, uh, in the meantime, this is happening. Uh, they're talking with the miners. We're still quibbling over, are they or aren't they going to stay and help? 
Um, of course, one is is being uh, uh, very much the paladin. He's trying to rally everyone to the cause, and you know we got them into this. Uh, and, you know we were sent here to we were sent here to kill them, and obviously mm -hmm. you know now we can make this choice to help them. Um, and so that's really, I think, I don't know. It he would probably be the character of this episode. I'd say still. Uh, since he's the one who's moving things forward, it's always his motivations that are driving this plot. Mm. I think, um, yeah. at least the at least the main A plot, right? Yeah, he definitely is the driving force between. You know, that kind of kickstarts what happens because, as we know, three really isn't bothered, and then six is like, well, you know, two told me no matter what, I gotta bring you back. You know, stick to the plan. So, <laughs> even if I have to. Oh right! Oh, that part is so great because he's like, "Oh yeah, no, that's exactly what two said you would say," and uh, and that she told me that I'm to bring you back no matter what, even if I have to knock you out. Yeah. So yeah, like like you said, one is definitely much the driving force behind what kickstarts what happens. Basically, you know, where they do kind of decide, like, yeah we can help these people oh no he got them in the soup he like like uh you know if you were if you were in a field barren and there was one patch of grass you know one would have stepped in the cow patty in that patch of grass <laughs> like the most avoidable situation you can be in and he opts into to sticking his feet in the shit, you know. So or theirs. He opts everyone into this uh, into this crazy mess, which is exactly how I've noted it twice: is that they know it's going to be a mess. Mm. Uh, everyone, uh, you know, even I think one even knows it's going to be a mess, but he is less concerned. Mm. Um, and you know, he's taken uh, keen on uh, oh, Kila is that her name? think so something similar to that I, I almost took a note of it because it was a it was a different kind of name uh but at the same time uh i bet i can look it up right here uh but yeah he she, well she's definitely i think she's a little sweet on him <clears throat> oh yeah like i mean did you see that kiss coming because i kind of did yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah, right, they, right at know, the end things, i was like some things are being called in yeah i was like right at the end i was like they're gonna kiss on me they're gonna kiss yeah. Which was yeah. what was interesting also, and this is before they went down, when two talked to one, and mm -hmm. then as as he leaves, he's like, you know, keep safe, and he she taps her on he she taps him on the face, and I was like, huh, yeah. that's weird because yeah. there's like there's chemistry between you two as well, so I was like, where is this going? <laughs> And then uh, she uh, she chides him for uh, watching her walk away, which I always thought was a little funny too. <laughs> yeah, just like it, she just it. knows. She just knows. Yeah, yeah. it's like she I know what I know what you're looking at. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> which is fun. That's a fun little bit. Um, but yeah, so down on the planet though, they were supposed to make their way back to um, uh, the Marauder and be off world and. I can't remember precisely what delays. Uh, the, is it the party that delays them from getting back to the Marauder? And in the meantime, Ferris has arrived to find out what the what the hell, uh, WTF, uh, Raza? What's going on? Yeah. And and so 
Uh, two tries to contact the Marauder, but nobody's there to receive the message. Yeah. And whoops, now we're boarded. And so um, before they get, uh, well, they make contact, uh, they finally accept the hail and um, the deliverance is, uh, is not there to play mm. uh, and not there to hear any alternative to, no. you know, we're basically taking, taking you and your ship. Yeah, uh, definitely. So that's how it's going to go down. Um, and so of course, without, for not, without being able to be warned, uh, oops, here come the Ferris troops, uh, and they, they, you know, they're fucking gate crashers, man. They, they smash the party. It's not cool. <laughs> No, they're like, we're we're here for (laughs) business, man. Like, mm mm-mm. Yeah. (laughs) Now, they don't start shooting shooting straight away. This, uh, in the first arrival, I don't think we get into any kind of a firefight. Um, But there are, you know, everybody's got their guns. But uh, (laughs) it's one one that comes out there. No, no, no. We can work this out. We can work this out. You don't want to work it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But... In the you know up in the up in the uh, up at the Raza, they've sent troops over, and five is uh, hiding in the uh, she's hiding in the vents, mm-hmm. and um, because they don't you know definitely don't want to know that or don't want them to find that she's on the ship. Yeah, that would be yeah yeah <laughs> wouldn't be good. Um, and so we get down to. Uh, you know, kind of the tense part of this episode is um, when things kind of shake out and they're able to get back to uh, the shuttle, they try to make contact and, you know, realize that uh, the Raza has gone, just flipped out, right? Yep. Um, and so what they expect is, you know, they didn't even wait. As soon as the uh, Ferris Corp shows up, they they just expected that the Raza took off and that was it, right? They yeah. didn't even bother to try anything, um, which you know is what we all expect, given that uh, you know it's just two five and Android, and who's who's to say they stick around? She's got no reason to. We just learned everything we learned about these yeah. people, um, and we have you know other than when we have been able to, we have no reason to trust her. Uh, yeah, precisely. An hour and a half into our relationship, right? Precisely. Like, um, I was, was going to say, like, basically, we're still at a stage where they don't really know each other, and we don't really know them. So, like, if we don't really know if it is in their nature to be like, oh, I'm not going to be loyal. I'm going to go off and do something, you know. So we can't really expect what they're going to do because, you know, at the moment it's all up in the air. Right. Right. Um, there's a part. There's a part while uh, while Ferris is on the Raza where uh, they have Android. Um, uh, I guess oh my days. being held, <laughs> and she's just like, you know, she's like, uh, "Do you have any offspring?" <laughs> small talk. She's she obviously programmed yeah. for small talk. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly the note I made. Is she's like, oh, she wants to do small talk about offspring. <laughs> yeah, that made me crack um, up. That was so funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a good moment, and uh, she gets a lot of good moments. But we really, um, yeah, uh, we we see making sure we get down to the planet. Ferris shows up. Yeah, and then I only noted plot, plot, plot. I think that's where um, they're just talking about what's going to happen down on the. Uh, planet where you know they're making their plan as to mm. what's going to be 
Um, yeah, the Rosalith orbit. Uh, so now they have no choice but to fight, though, because yeah. their ride is left, you know. Uh, and it's, there's no, I mean, there's no choice. Ferris yeah. uh, has sent their shock troops. Um, they're going to fight, right? Uh, so it's either, since they can't get away, um, it's either fight or die, or die fighting, I guess. Pretty uh, much. But <clears throat> the, the plot here, kind of uh, what we learn uh, in plot, plot, plot is um, the background to why Ferris sent the Raza, right? Yeah. Or why they hired this crew. Um, and uh, it had to do with being a cover-up, right? Do you yeah, recall? it was basically the company getting them to do the dirty work so they couldn't be traced to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what it was is uh, they were going to target this uh, this mining facility's uh, fusion reactor. It's out of date, you know, uh, in disrepair because they obviously being uh, a mining uh, colony, uh, don't have uh, full-time maintenance people, so they've they've kept it running. You know, and a fusion reactor is not something you probably want to um, let go too far, <laughs> too far bad. Um, no. But you know, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be suspect or too suspect if a something like that happened and that reactor went up and these miners all died. That would just be a shame, but it yeah. wouldn't be something that you know couldn't be. Uh, stopped. Uh, explained away right totally. uh, so ferris intended to use that as cover-up for um for getting rid of these miners so they can take the ore whatever it is and uh, well the ore is in to be clear the ore is an asteroid belt that's nearby yeah uh, so uh, it actually I, has it yeah so as far as i'm aware like the the best way to get this ore is this planet because it's the closest habitable one so you can't right. really have the ore without owning the planet. So yeah, they kind of it's go hand in hand. It's not tenable. Yeah. It's not tenable, economically uh, viable to do it any other way than to off stop, uh, you know, stop off at this planet. Uh, I guess where they also process it looks like that's probably what they do there. Yeah. But um, the key to that is, uh, and that'll play out in a minute, uh, but we get, uh, so so the plan was to have the Raza crew um, blow up this mining facility we'll learn later too that that wasn't the end of the whole plan uh but uh, i don't think that's in this episode where that where that comes out but um once we once they crack the code on what what you know the intention was um now the crew that's on the ground they're even they're more willing to fight once they learn <laughs> yeah. what their role in this was to be uh and again having not a whole lot of choice about it but we um we're trying to get the get some information, and four, he has a very interesting conversation with um, mm. with with a uh, prisoner. The miners somehow managed to capture one of the Ferris folks from the smaller landing party that came uh, before some of them went back up to their ship, uh, and so they've got one of these kids in captive or one of these uh, guys in captivity, um, and we need to know some information. Yeah, uh, I, these I re- things always. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I just felt this is where uh, the character of Four started to really quite shine through the kind of character he was. Mm -hmm. And again, on a rewatch, you kind of be like, yeah, you can really like obviously get 
because you, you know further down you know who he is you're like yeah this is very in tune with the kind of person he is and who he turns out to be so yeah it was very very well done it is um it's it's a a chilling uh level of stoicism mm. uh because the you know obviously the guy that's being held captive probably not the best dude overall given what he does for a living yeah. um he uh you know and and he he knows a little bit too well that torture won't work uh, <laughs> um and i don't think it's from having been tortured uh, i don't get that uh to be the takeaway i think that he's himself been um you know at the hand uh been the the hand of torture uh and four agrees <laughs> you know and you're like oh good well that's and before it's like mm, but you know it's like therapy man it's very cathartic yeah it's like, yeah, it's like it, it, it won't work but i'll have fun so. i'm gonna do it anyway yeah and to speak to what you just said somewhere that's 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 like a core thing for him mm, it's very <laughs> you, him i don't yeah i don't know a lot of people who wake up not knowing who they are and go but one thing i do know i like to torture people <laughs> Yeah, that's almost interesting. Uh, <laughs> a little concerning. A little concerning. Turns out, uh, well, we always, you know, we figured, uh, we figured right away we didn't want to trifle with with four, but uh, no, don't get on dude's bad side, uh, which frighteningly you wouldn't be able to tell because he does show no emotion. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we don't, we don't, we're only given that impression that it's not going to be pleasant for this person. Um, yeah, because. But they get the information. <laughs> Turns out yeah, they, it yeah. works. <laughs> yeah, I'm strolling out like, yep, I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he had no trouble. He had no trouble getting uh, getting that info. Uh, but that plays into um, that plays into uh, their our disadvantage later, because uh, what's happened is some of the miners don't like what might shake down. Mm. They don't want to fight. They don't want to die. Uh, so they go trying to cut a deal uh, and they find this guy and they're like, Hey, if we cut you out, uh, will you guarantee our safety? Uh, and of course, yeah, yeah, sure. That's what'll happen. Um, <laughs> and so they, uh, they're going to, um, somehow six is going to get the shuttle ready, I think. And yeah, um, go up there. that was another, that was also a very good eye open to the kind of person six was, we had that great scene mm -hmm. where they're, discussing what to do and he quite willingly says well i'll you know the, the right, best right, way to right, right. yeah the best way to get to them because they don't care about people people are yeah. just things numbers they can replace he's going to kamikaze the, the, the deliverance yeah because yeah. like ships on the other hand expensive don't really want to lose it so he's like totally willing quite you know out of the bat like yeah i'll i'll sacrifice myself to to go up there and get that ship to pieces so that's a very again a very good insight to the kind of person deep down he really is as well it's almost like this is an incredibly well-written show by someone who had it all very mm, like out. It's, yeah mm. it's almost like they just knew where it was going they didn't like yeah. you know write half the script and then decide halfway to write the rest of it and then it's all like <laughs> no, I uh, when i hear about shows that are made like that I, it just blows my mind i'm like how do you not know what's going to happen if yeah. you're you know if you've got this mythos this this show that's centered around uh some very specific things so um 
but yeah, these, like we talked about last, uh, for, for episode one, a lot of these seeds are planted straight away. Oh yeah. Um, this and is you'll a, come back to it, you know. Yeah. This is just a very rewatchable show purely because say, exactly. of the payoffs and the mm-hmm. fact that the payoffs, you may not even realize until you rewatch it. You're like, oh my days. Did not yep. click first time, but now I've watched it. I'm like, wow, that was planted yep. right back there. So you're just like, yeah, this just re- these. Well, if Joe's listening, I'm just going to praise him here right now. Like it's just so well done. You can tell he had an exact idea where he was going with this, where where it was going to yep. end up, where the characters were going to end up, what was going to happen. It's just like so you, yeah, you get a lot of satisfaction from rewatching this multiple times yeah even in you know and it that's where um that's where the quote knowing how it goes doesn't really diminish the rewatchability because there's so many little uh so many little webs being woven that it's you know it's going to take a while to get get them all out um and i was thinking about these kinds of payoff moments these big you know these these storytelling payoff moments uh in the context of um you know the something a little more larky, but uh, like Age of Ultron is often disregarded as one of the poorer MCU mm. films. It's one of, I like it. I like um, it. I, I like it. it. I like it quite a lot. Um, and, uh, but one of the, you know, one of the setups that that's in that and spoilers uh, for Avengers Endgame, uh, but one of the things set up in that is the payoff of Captain America being able to wield Mjolnir. You know, we, we get the, we get a note of that. And then, so what people want to say is one of the weakest films has lays the seed for one of the biggest payoffs in the whole franchise. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is every story element counts. And if it's a well thought out story, even what you might not think is the best uh, piece of that story will mm. have something that will pay off. And so this rewatchability, yeah, yeah. this rewatchability is going to come out. Totally. Um, another example would be Stargate, which obviously Joe did work on as well. But dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm currently watching someone um, on YouTube who's watching through the uh, for it for the first time, and Aww. it's fast. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but it's fascinating because obviously he'll watch an episode and he'll review it at the end. I mean, he's usually quite positive about it, but it's crazy because obviously he'll say things. Mm, I'm not sure if it, this is going to affect down the line, and then you just like. There's like certain ones that you watch and you're just like, dude, you don't know how much this is like, like for oh, instance. Be um, glad you paid yeah, attention for that. Yeah, for instance, I think the, the, the recent one I watched was Ascension. So it's mm-hmm. where Sam meets that, uh, uh, the the ancient that's trapped on that planet who's, well, we, I don't, we don't know, he's an ancient at this point, but you know. Right. He's like, um, yeah, like I was in human form and then this is my form now, but I can come in and, you know, look corporal to you. And then, you know, and then obviously the guy watched it and he was like, you know, that was pretty good. That that was interesting, especially, you know, the fact he made a Stargate and you're like, dude, you just don't know how, like, big <laughs> this episode technically is, but it won't pay off. Turns out it spawns an entire other series. Yeah, like, like you know, up to up to this thing, you like you, you haven't a clue who the ancients are, and you're just like, you don't you don't even realize you've just been introduced to them, but we won't find that out till later like, on. Literally the foundational species of the entire series. Yeah. 
And I think but, it's also the oh, same. Oh, spoiler alert for oh, 15 years of Stargate, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's also <laughs> the same with, um, what was it, Maternal Instinct, where we first meet mm-hmm. in with the Sala. Again, mm-hmm. you could watch that episode and think that was good, but maybe not really understand where it fits in. And then like down the line, you're like, dude, that was such like yep. foretelling of what was going to happen. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So seriously, when people, anyone who writes a show who you know knows where it's going knows the lore knows the knows exactly what's going on in their universe and then obviously they do the whole laying seeds for the payoffs I just get such a kick out of that man <laughs> well and too with some with the with you know this is in the Stargate podcast but with the show like Stargate uh and I think the reason that we got so many good storytelling uh keys storytelling episodes um in something where you know you back in the day of 20 odd episodes a season um you know fluctuated with with, when it got to that network that shan't be named but Mm. um you know the reason that network shan't be named is because this season to season stargate had to be written like that was it and oh. so you, you know, when you think it's it, you find a way to um, put it, start putting things together and then, you know, say, okay, well, season six to, is in, you know, been renewed. And now we're in season seven. Well, there's plenty of past to go back to and then continue to build those bricks. But, you know, for the last half of that show's life, every season was going to be the last season until it wasn't, right? So oh. it was always written very tightly, even with, you know, uh, more episodes than something like um, Dark Matter here. But uh, which we will which we will get back to now. Sorry for the diversion. That is the effusive, uh, the effusive uh, Joe Malazzi praise segment of the show. Be prepared for one of those every time. Yes. Uh, we just we won't skip that. Um, it's just you know, aside from being obviously a really good storyteller, uh, he's just an absolute uh, uh, bang up guy to follow on Twitter. If not for if for no other reason than Suji. Um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm a Suji stan big time. That's the one of the cutest uh, uh, pugs I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm. And that dog, that dog's lives that dog lives a better life than I do. Yep, she <laughs> Eat really better, does. Like. <laughs> I mean, she has. I mean, she has. I want to retire and be <laughs> Joe's rescue senior dog. <laughs> yeah, uh, when I uh, die and come back, can I be Joe's dog? <laughs> That's right, right? No, you would not be. You would not be mad about it for sure. No, I mean, I um, see. She oh. like has a better wardrobe than I do. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> so my big note here, the biggest note I took through the entire uh, episode comes because. We start doing the we we do the planning montage. You know, everybody's got to get ready for mm. the coming war. Everyone uh, get so, a cool shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody's getting a cool shot and a, and a load your gun shot and um, you know hide in your spot shot and uh, you know, thumbs up and all that crap. Uh, but while we do that, the most important thing, the, the the driving force behind any memorable and useful montage is the freaking soundtrack man this show's soundtrack is incredible and i did my very best to to do it some sort of credence when i when i made the intro to this show which is a custom original um that is a that is a dark chatter original production uh that that, that intro (laughs) absolutely beautiful it it deserves an award (laughs) 
I think so. It's a. It's basically. Uh, I don't know what kind of award. What does music get? Grammys? Yeah, it's Grammy worthy. Totally. I have no idea. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I don't really yeah. follow awards. Well, I'm so. I don't follow that. the awards either. We'll give it a. We'll give it a Danny. It'll be. I'll award myself a Danny. How about that? <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, no, that's where I noted some of the mines are. Uh, Miners going to help to escape, but here come the bad guys. Um, and uh, uh, as as friends of the show uh dan moore and john moltz and guy english say on their podcast bibcast which is a great superhero show by the way um they say fight 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 because <laughs> that's really all that's all it's about to happen is fight 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 um and uh i mean it is what it is uh zip zops and and i guess we're using real bullets except for um uh there is a great moment where uh Three introduces all of his guns. He's got a name for all of his guns. <laughs> yes, the famous Bubba. <laughs> Bubba, yeah, Bubba. Um, there's a payoff for Bubba even later, right? <laughs> I mean, I w- it's that's couple. That's like next next year, I think, next season. But uh, uh, there's a, even a payoff for Bubba later on down the line. Uh, so keep that in mind, dear listeners. Uh, don't let that escape you. Uh, but I, I like Bubba. I like Bubba. It's uh, we're gonna get to see it work maybe once <laughs> before the battery dies. <laughs> uh, but he has a name for his. Uh, he has his, he has a name for every one of his weapons or every one of his guns. Yeah. And one quips, uh, "What is the name for the knife in your?" <laughs> that was so funny. Like, yeah, uh, stupid. Like, I don't call my yeah, knives you, anything. <laughs> I'm not insane or I'm not crazy or something like that. Uh, and it's just a, it's just a classic three moment. Like who names their knives? That's dumb. Yeah. It's like naming Ooh. your socks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, um, we do, we do lose. I, I, na- I named him old Papa Niner or minor. <laughs> um, he, Ely's uh, dad, I guess it is the, the old guy who yeah. you know, we have to have, um, probably the second we spent the second most amount of time with this guy so we have to have a meaningful character death in the <laughs> uh in the episode so that we so that we have some emotional impact um and uh, so yeah old papa minor is the one who has to pay uh for uh for our mistakes here on the planet fighting the, mm-hmm. fighting the ferris corporation um but surprise surprise uh up in the sky uh, we get uh, notified the Raza has returned. Ta-da! Uh, ta-da! And at first, we're not sure why. Uh, it's a little bit of a surprise. We get an establishing shot of the Deliverance Buff Planet, and here comes the Raza. Um, you know, FTL. Uh, uh, I, it's, I feel like it's like a it's like a three D laser printer. Sometimes, like and the way that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, the the, uh, the the FTL effect in this show is one of my favorite things. Mm. Um, but, I uh, have a question for you. So, okay, great. How did you feel when Tori popped up? Oh yes, yes, it was the greatest moment. Um, and uh, and and I will spoil this. It's one of many that we get to enjoy. Mm. Right? Yes, uh, I mean, which is thankful. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I obviously like you know, as soon as you know. Joe was working on it, obviously watching Stargate. You're going to be thinking, oh, I really hate there's some Stargate actors in this, you know, connections. And it, it pays off big. It pays off big. Yes. Because, uh, uh, well, we we haven't met him yet. There's actually a, uh, he's credited in, so it's not exactly a spoiler, David Hewlett is credited in episode one. Um, 
and uh, uh, for being in a picture. <laughs> you, can't, you can't you can't tell it's him uh and uh, actually that that will i think that comes up uh in episode three that we get in touch with him and what that's all about but um, mm. he is uh if you're if you're an astute viewer you'll notice at the end of um, uh, episode one you can catch you can catch an image of what's going on uh but they don't uh as you noted we get to see tori because uh the raza does not come back alone yeah um we think so at first, and it looks like it's probably not going to go well. Uh, but uh, shortly thereafter, several new ships arrive from uh, the Mike Combine, um, who basically, <laughs> I love this. I love this so much because um, what they've done is they've negotiated a 99-year lease with the miners for the planet, Yeah, as I understand it. Uh, and so basically... What has happened now is uh, the Mike Combine, um, and, and a little background if you if you haven't caught on yet. Basically, there's the Galactic Authority, which is ostensibly the uh, governing body of uh, the universe that we're in, of the, of the gal- uh, this part of the galaxy. Uh, but the real power lies within these uh, mega corporations, who really are the ones who run things. And so um, they're basically your nation states uh, in this in this scenario, and now that Mike owns the, or at least the rights to the planet, um, Ferris can't land there anymore. They're not going to uh, fight uh, Mike for it because I, I take it they're, they're at a disadvantage uh, if that were the case. Plus, um, I don't think it's cool if they start wars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it's kind of a dick move on the Mike Corp. Uh, because basically they've, you know, while um, Ferris has the claim to the asteroids yeah. where the ore is, they've they've essentially negated the value. They, like the ore is worthless now. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like um, one said, they basically, you know, checkmated them. Like, yep. because they have this in that position, they can't move. So it's just like, well, we're stuck. Yep. <laughs> It's kind of it's like the uh, it's like the galactic uh, mega corporation uh, version of Disney and Sony over Spider Man. Honestly, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, there's somebody owns the wrong part, <laughs> and it's just never going to work out to everyone's best advantage. Yeah. Uh, but it does it does work out okay for the miners. Now, I, I guess we'll never know. My question would be um, like, so what are they new? They're not miners anymore now. Or is that? Or I mean, did they have stuff going on on the planet anyway? They are, they have something already on the planet. They're established on the planet. Ferris wants them off yeah. because Ferris wants the planet. So those miners never actually had yeah. anything to do with the asteroids. That's what's up. Okay. If my face looks it. if okay. my face looks British, just because I was trying to think that either. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, look, yeah, no, I had to think it out. All right, um, okay, so they're not actually uh, perfect. To uh, be fair. Always ask Joe because he's usually willing to answer these kind of questions. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. I'll just uh, we'll keep we'll put a pin in that one. We'll come back to it, right? Um, uh, but I love at the end um, before we, it's revealed uh, how everything's gone. Um, is it is it one and three who are basically hiding behind you know, and they know they're like outgunbered and out uh, numbered and outgunned. 
Uh, but they're basically like, blaze of glory. Yeah, blaze of glory. <laughs> and they come popping out from behind. And then uh, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the old, uh, uh, you know, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, the film. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, but there's, it's it's very much that kind of a moment where they're just like, well, it's going down one way or the other. And they pop out from around. But like everybody's gone. and Six is just standing there. <laughs> it's like oh, they all left. <laughs> oh, okay then. <laughs> yeah, and that, I mean that. Uh, other than a couple of things uh, that will that will note. Um, uh, oh, and one thing I, I kind of skipped over uh, w- while she was in the vent system, five stumbled into something, uh, uh, found something in the uh, dojo uh, that uh, will come to come to bear um, soon enough. Uh, we didn't see it though. She opened the box, but we didn't see it. Right. Uh, we saw it at the end because okay. uh, uh, four goes into his room because that that um, awesome. It's the signet, right? The ring, yeah. So in that awesome, yeah. like, um, which is personally one of my favorite parts of this episode is that montage at the end, where five is explained to two, you know what's going on, and you get a shot of each of the uh, different members doing what they're doing. You got that awesome piece of music playing, um, but yeah, he's just like, oh, and there's this ring. What does this ring mean? So yeah, that was interesting and a great and uh, great shot. Yeah, the the, the whole um, the whole episode kind of uh, you know it's easy to kind of say where the middle of it what would be if this were if this were you know two hours of television or an hour and a half of television uh, if you put the first two episodes together. Uh, what essentially was um, the late second act with the uh, with the fight and everything. Uh, now we're getting kind of that closing where stuff actually does start to, you know, we're winding down, we're reflecting on um, what we've learned as a total, not necessarily what we might have relearned in this, you know, during the during the fight and everything. Yeah. Uh, but but kind of coming around to again thinking about who they are what what lies ahead and even still this early on we're starting to get you know little bits and pieces played out in front of us so that we mm. um we have that stuff to latch onto and build up from yeah like like i said it it if you're you know watching this the first time you're probably not going to really click it um on to it but when you rewatch it you like the seeds are definitely already sown very well as to who these characters who they are and where they grow from there like you like you know you, you look back and you're like they're essentially like yeah that is just them you know I mean I'm not saying they don't grow in any way but it's like it's just very like you see hints of the character's core qualities for sure yep yep and and that's too you know um uh it would be interesting to to ask Joe, you know, uh, if these two episodes. I don't know if they aired together. If, I don't think they did. Uh, no, it says they aired a week apart. So you would have had to wait to find out. And um, uh, but you know, next time I think next time I sit down to watch these, I'm just gonna slap these two back to back and uh, and see how it goes. I might even do a smash cut of my own and. And just you know, do a do a a, a movie edit, <laughs> and watch the whole thing play. Um, 
but yeah, another, uh, you know, second episode in, uh, and I was still captured, um, at this point, uh, in, in my, you know, initial, uh, watch where oh. I, I kind of went through the first season already. I've slowed down and rewatching as we go with the show. Now, um, I kind of put getting, getting to new stuff on, on pause, um, just a little bit. Uh, but, uh, to kind of be able to reabsorb, uh, what we're doing here for the show. So, uh, on total, what do you think about episode two? I think it's, um, very good in, again, not as much as the first episode, but you're, get, you're getting hints of the character development, uh, seeing where they're going. Um, as usual, like some questions were answered, but you're also left with like more. So right, you're right. satisfied but at the same time left going, ooh, what we got to come. Right. You're ready for the next, uh, the next dinner uh, for sure. Um, so is there anything about this uh, that you wanted to say that you, that you didn't have a chance to, to note? Um, oh, just one thing that I also thought was really funny. Rewind. <laughs> uh, back to the bit where Five was talking to the android. And she's like, uh-huh. oh, in future... You know, when you talk to people, don't tell them you can smell their pheromones. It won't make you friends. And then she walks away and she's just like, but I can though. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It's another brilliant, uh, brilliant moment from Android where it's just, she's just that she's got the, she isn't childlike, but she yeah. has that matter of factness that a child has. It's like, but I can, you know. I, mm. Of course, if a you know kid, if the kid can walk on their hands, uh, they always want to walk on their hands because I can. Yeah, you know? it's a, uh, it's a bit. She basically has a lot of the same similar qualities that made Data very lovable. Right. You know, right? That, exactly. You know, she's not quite human, but she's trying so hard. And then there's yeah. things that she doesn't understand. And then I think the funniest thing is that you know when you see it through how they view the things, sometimes even you go. Yeah, she actually has a point. Like, you know, yeah, she could do that. Why not tell people? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. If I had yeah. superpowers, I would be telling everybody. Yeah, it's just like, um, yeah, she's got a point. <laughs> and I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because uh, the, the the moments with um, these earlier, these early moments between uh, Android and Five, especially, uh, and well, Android and everyone, but they, they kind of have a, a bit of a, um, you know, bond and, Android helps later on with something that they try to do to, to learn more about each other. But, uh, yeah, I, um, you know, I remember the reason I think this didn't, this didn't stand out for me on my, uh, you know, on my first go was because, uh, given the way episode one ended, uh, and I fully expected to be like, okay, one episode a day and this is how I'm going to watch this show. Uh, Folks, that's not how this show works. Um, uh, and so I watched it immediately. So one and two got really like, you know, in, in that initial uh, watch, they got absorbed together. Um, and and so I think that's why I kind of, you know, even think of them as just a one piece. It's really hard um, to kind of separate what yeah. happened uh, from in, in the two of them as a total without taking notes this time around. Because I remember uh, I was like, man, there was a lot of stuff that I thought happened in one that obviously didn't and then i was like oh right because two is just right there um happens straight away 
but yeah, that's, I mean, there's not a whole lot more left to say other than uh, another great episode of an absolutely uh, righteous television show. Uh, and we're going to come back again next week for the uh, inspirationally titled episode three. Um, you know, I will, I will give you all this, uh, dear listeners, episode or season two has actual episode title names. <laughs> um, here's a fun um, fact for you. The reason why they don't have title names is purely because Joe doesn't like giving title names. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's just not that's really hilarious. his area of expertise. It's just like, why? And then I think he, sorry if this is wrong, but I'm pretty sure he then started to give titles and he even uh, put it out to Twitter for people to vote, which what title to give which titles oh perfect yeah well that sounds very joe like he is yeah. a he's definitely one of the he's one of the folks who will engage uh and mm. uh looks for you know asks questions he asks fun questions and looks for yeah. uh fun feedback every day um but yeah i uh you know obviously we kept watching we're going to get into episode three next week on uh this show now um uh, gosh you know good news new news uh, we have a Patreon, Coco, if you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, which can be found uh, under the uh, under the Trek Nerd uh, Patreon page. Um, look for the tiers that support Dark Chatter. Uh, and those uh, any of that support goes to just, you know, uh, uh, buy some popcorn and some sodas and, and snacks like that while we hang out and talk uh, to you all about this show. And you can find that at... Uh, patreon.com slash T-R-E-K-N-U-R-D, Trek Nerd. Um, and uh, just drop us a line there or leave us a, check the link in your show notes. There's a link for messages. You guys can uh, can chat with us uh, uh, via voicemail. And any any great comments that you have, we can get included on the show. Uh, well, Coco, anything else you want to say before it's time to say goodnight? Just that. You know, if you haven't watched this yet, what are you doing? Get on it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> You're two episodes behind. You're yeah. two episodes behind. Um, but all right. Well, folks, thanks again for uh, being with us and for lending your ears. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks for uh, sitting through uh, all of that. So far, so good. Uh, with the response, guys, we, we've really uh, enjoyed um, putting out these first couple of episodes. I'm having a great time. I think you're having a great time. No, not really. <laughs> no, no, that's fair. It's fantastic. <laughs> Woohoo! All right. Well, uh, again, thank you, everyone. And thank you, Coco. And thank you, Joe. And thank you, Dark Matter, for giving us uh, such a wonderful oh, little topic discussion. <laughs> making the heart, making the yeah, hearty heart. But for those who are listening on the podcast, it's a very. We're making the hearty heart with our hands. Heart. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's my hands aren't so good at it. Um, so, all right then, folks, uh, we'll go ahead and say uh, good night from Dark Chatter, y'all. Uh, stay safe out there.